The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hoop Balls NBA DFS Today. This is your Wednesday, June 30th edition. <clears throat> I'm your host, Keith Cork, and uh, also my son over here, Christopher. If you hear some rattling in the background, we've got a special guest tonight, uh, or today, I should say. And uh, we're going to go over this one-game showdown slate here uh, as the Suns take on the Clippers. Uh, but before we get started, <clears throat> I want to give a quick shout-out to our guys over at MyBookie. It's simply the best sports book around, guys. Uh, it has a fully-fledged casino platform, and any sports bet that you can think of, you can make it, man. Uh, it's it's true. Uh, it's got live dealers, too. So if you sign up and enter the promo code HOOPBALL, that's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, uh, you can get your first deposit matched halfway up to your first $1,000. So if you put in 1000 you can get an extra 500 guys. And, uh, yeah, I, I use my Bucky every day. At this point, I don't know if I'll continue doing it after the basketball season's over, but uh, but it's great. It's it's fantastic. Y'all should uh, check it out and get that promo code in. But uh, anyways, <clears throat> moving on to this one game we have tonight. It is the Phoenix Suns at the Los Angeles Clippers, and it's got a 215 game total, and the Suns are favored currently by one point, and it is a 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, start time, and they're going to be in L.A., in Los Angeles. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a big game, <clears throat> obviously, big game. I, I think that's kind of understating it, but, uh, you know, it's uh, the second chance that the Suns get to, to close this one out. And um, the Clippers are really fighting for the, the Clippers are just such a gritty team. They've come back from a down 0-2 a couple times. Now, if they do it again, it's going to be just insanity. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. Actually, I'm looking at the live totals now it is still a 215 game total it is now currently even uh the suns and clippers uh, on the odds there so just a little update for you guys but uh, last night it was minus one for the Suns. so always important to see where those those lines move to if you're if you're betting those game lines but anyways um yeah so for dfs uh you know on the sun side uh, i think you can't really rule out devin booker at 10 to 10, uh he's been terrible in this series but uh I'll go over this in a second here. Let me just let me just uh, list these guys here. Devin Booker ten two. I'm looking at Chris Paul nine six. Looking at DeAndre eight eight eight. Looking at Mikael Bridges six six. Uh, Jay Crowder at five fifty eight hundred, and Cam Johnson at thirty six hundred. Those are the guys I'm looking at on the uh, Sun side of the ball. Uh, but yeah, it, let's let's talk a little bit about the Suns. I mean, they they just got you know they had a chance to close out last game. They got really bogged down with this def- this uh, zone defense they're playing against, and uh, they tried to go one on one at the top too many times. Especially Chris Paul, um, Devin Booker. You know these guys are just trying to attack these people at the top and get that mid range jumper, and uh, it's just way more effective to try to do that that pick and roll and and um, you know getting some roll action going to the hoop where you get the the zone defense to suck in uh, to guard DeAndre Ayton, shut him down. Um, and then pass it out to the corner for, for an open three, which I think is what they're going to do a lot here. I think you're going to see a lot of uh, three balls that are coming in in good flow, you know, off of a pass. Um, just a good shot, good rhythm shot. That's what I'm looking for the Suns to do here, to try to get this Clippers team out of that zone defense. Um, hopefully in the second half, maybe even sooner. Um, is it, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't go over the, uh, the injury report here. Um, for the injury report, uh, 
<laughs> I know that the uh, Kawhi Leonard's out. We were thinking that maybe Kawhi Leonard might play, but uh, I know that he is out for this game. I like Zubek is questionable. That's the big one uh, that I wanted to make sure we went over. Um, you know, if Zubak plays, I still think, uh, you know, a big part of me still thinks that they go to that zone defense just because it bothered the Suns so much, at least to start with. Um, but I think that, uh, you know, like I said, I think the, the Suns can get him out of it. But, um, but yes, um, Kawhi Leonard's out. Michael Zubek is questionable. Um, and then on the Suns side, we've got everyone healthy. So, uh, yeah, Zubek, I mean, that's a big one. If, if Zubek's in, you know, he can be an option for you. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, but I still think that they play this zone defense. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, the, the, the zone defense is really going to shut down DeAndre Ayton. So I, I'm really uh, fading DeAndre Ayton. I uh, don't really like Devin Booker too much at that 10-2 price tag. But, um, you know, in, in constructing my lineups here, it turns out I actually put him in my captain spot quite a lot because um, he's a little bit cheaper than Paul George. So it allows you, you know, the flexibility. Uh, there's no way I'm fading Paul George. I'm getting Paul George in my lineups here. Um, he's going to have, he's going to be in there, but, uh, yeah, if you put Devin Booker in your captain spot, you know, you get a little bit more flexibility here. Um, I don't mind fading him though, because he's just, um, he's struggling right now, but the way that the Suns are going to attack this zone defense, uh, he could be in for a big game. He could drop, you know, six, seven, eight threes. I mean, it could happen. So, uh, I can't eliminate him from my player pool entirely. I think I did say in the DFS delivery, I am fading him, but, uh, now that I'm looking at the roster construction portion of this, I don't think I can do that entirely. But, uh, yeah, and I like Chris Paul to have a good game. But I, here's the thing. I don't like him to score a lot here. I like him to really be a distributor. He's got to be the distributor in chief. That last game he was trying to – I mean, he took 19 shots last game. Uh, I think 22 before the game before that. Um, let me just confirm that on this game log here. But, yeah, he's taking a, a whole lot of shots, and that's just not – you know, he's more of an efficient player. I mean, he's not – It's not. he's not somebody that needs to take 20 shots a game. Uh, I think that's something that he needs to, to realize, and he needs to boot, move the ball. So, yeah, 19, 22, 19 shots in the last three games. Those are the only three games he's appeared in this series, obviously. Um, so I like him just to be more of a distributor here. I like him to, to get the ball out to um, some other guys that I like a whole lot more, which are Mikhail Bridges and, and Jay Crowder. And if I was to uh, – Choose between those two. I think I like Jay Crowder a little bit more. That 5,800 price tag as opposed to 6,600 price tag for Mikael Bridges. I just see uh, I see the Suns launching from deep early and often, and that's really going to benefit uh, guys like Jay Crowder and Mikael Bridges and uh, uh, Nick Batum or not many. Wow. Ooh, that's the other side of the ball. Cameron Johnson, sorry, 3,600. I like him also. Um, I think he's probably the first one off the bench. Um, I don't know if the, the Suns maybe get another shooter on the floor and just abandon having uh, DeAndre Ayton in there. Uh, it's a possibility. Um, you know, you still want to have that threat in the middle to get the, the zone defense to suck in and make them, you know, stay honest in, in guarding that paint. So, um, but yeah, I, I love the shooters on this team. So I love Jay Crowder. I love Mikhail Bridges. Those are probably the, my top two plays on this side of the ball. Then I, I, following that, I like Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Uh, and then, you know, if you need some, to save some salary, Cameron Johnson at 3,600 is a really, really great option in my opinion. Uh, moving to the other side of the ball where Nick Batum does play. Uh, Clippers, we got Paul George at 12,000. We've got Reggie Jackson at 8,200. Uh, Vika Zubek at 5,800 if he plays. Uh, Marcus Morris Sr. at 4,000. And uh, Nicholas Batum at 3K. That's a, I think that's really a steal. <clears throat> Excuse me, really a steal for Nick Batum, especially if Zubek doesn't play. Um, because if, if, uh, if, they, if he doesn't play, then they're going to go small. And uh, Batum got 30 minutes in the last game. No reason he doesn't get the same same workload here, uh, it, you know, if Zubek is out. And um, this guy does it all for him. I mean, he's a Swiss Army, Army knife. You hear that about that guy all the time. He's 
he can score, he can rebound, he can assist. He does he does a little bit of everything. So um, only shot two shots last game, but you know if he's getting up four or five shots, uh, he's going to hit value for you really easily. Even if he did, even though he didn't get up, uh, he only got two shots last game. He still hit 15 DK points. Um, so you know <clears throat> I think he's uh, there's a lot of meat on that bone. Uh, there's a lot there's plenty to like there. Um, Paul George transcendent game last game. Um, can he do exactly that again? Be that efficient? I don't know, but either way, he's going to be doing everything for this team. I think he scores over 30 points, uh, real life points and probably puts up, you know, at least 50 DK points here. Um, let's see. Paul George, <clears throat> excuse me, guys. I got a little bit of a frog in my throat this morning, but Paul George, uh, over the last few games, 72.25, 55, 59.75 for those DK points. I mean, you just can't pass it up, this up. You got to get this guy in your lineups. Um, can you put him in your your uh, captain spot at a 12k salary? Uh, it's going to limit you. It's going to it's going to really severely limit you. So, uh, don't know if you put him in the captain spot, but you definitely need to get him in your lineups. Um, Reggie Jackson, 8200. Uh, Creeping up there a little bit, but man, this guy he just continues to prove again and again that he can be the second scorer for the Clippers right now with with no Kawhi Leonard. So I don't mind paying it if you can fit him in. Uh, if you can get him in, in your lineups, go for it. Um, and then you know, of course, uh, Marcus Morris had a huge game last game. They're going to need that again from him. So I'm 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 looking that way as well. 4K. <clears throat> so I don't like his, the play as much as Batum. Uh, I think Batum just has more value at that at that a thousand dollars less so if you you know split hairs between those guys and you need an extra 1k i'm i'm definitely going with batum but um if you can get both get both marcus moore senior and nick batum in there i think that's fine uh, i think that works out just okay so let's move on to some player tiers for you guys and um for my expensive tier uh these guys over over 8k i like chris paul uh, i like chris paul to be more efficient i like him to uh, hopefully dished out, you know, 14, 15 dimes and hopefully score maybe a dozen to 15 points here um, just efficiently. I don't want him doing what he was doing last game and trying to break down whoever's playing the top of that zone and then just getting to near the, the elbow and, and, and taking a jumper. I mean, that was working in the last series when they were just basically playing the draft defense and just giving him that shot. But uh, there's some resistance there now. And um, and he's just not not playing well, not shooting it well. So. Um, I'm hoping he can realize that and, and move the ball a little bit more and get his shots more in the flow of the offense than instead of like uh, just killing their offensive flow. Uh, but uh, I've got faith that CP3 can can do well here. Uh, and then Paul George at 12K. I love Paul George. Uh, this is not only is the the Clippers season on the line, his legacy is on the line. Like this is maybe one. It's not the last chance, but one of the last chances he's probably going to get. I mean, he's getting up there, you know, a little bit in age. He's had injuries. One last chance he's going to get to really, uh, you know, prove that he can be that guy. Uh, I mean, Kawhi Leonard is going to come back uh, at some point, maybe even next series in this in this playoffs run. So um, he's the only guy right now. He's the last one standing. He needs to step up and do it. He's the one that everyone's going to talk about on the Internet if he doesn't. So uh, he's going to ball out, man. He's going to even if he shoots 30 percent, he's going to take a crap ton of shots. Um, so 12K. Yeah, uh, I'm going for it all day. My mid-tier option, again, Jay Crowder, 5,800. Love this guy. Uh, you know, he's had some, a couple of down games. The other reason I really love him is that, you know, people aren't going to be on him. They'll probably be more on Bridges, um, maybe more on Cam Johnson, even at 3,600, just because of that smaller price tag. I love Jay because, uh, not only because I think he's, this is a good game environment for him, 
but also because I think people are going to be scared off of him because of a couple of uh, pretty subpar games. So they're going to need his three-point shooting. They're going to need him to stretch out that zone uh, defense. And so I like him to, you know, knock down three or four um, three-pointers in this game. And, um, you know, he's going to grab the rebounds. And so I, I think he's uh, going to hit value for us. For value, same reasons I like uh, Jay Crowder, I like Cam Johnson, Cameron Johnson at 3,600. Um, same logic, you know, they're going to stretch his own defense. I think he probably comes into this game earlier than you anticipate. And, uh, you know, I don't know if they take DeAndre Edden out. You kind of want that threat in the middle, like I said. But <clears throat> if they do, and for some reason, and go smaller and go for, with more shooters, then Cam Johnson's the guy to, to go with. So 3,600. Uh, love it. And then Nick Batum at 3K. Um, Oh, I'm giving you all my players. Just, oh, well, 3K for – I'm just going to give you all of them, guys. You're getting it all. 3K for uh, Nick Batum. And, uh, you know, if, if Zubek is out again, then Batum probably gets 30 minutes again. And uh, he's just going to do everything and probably uh, definitely hit value for you. So, uh, but that's it, guys. That is it. Uh, please like and subscribe. I'm, I apologize if uh, I was a little discombobulated this morning. I had to, had to rush around and, and get things ready. But uh, we got it done. And my son got his first podcast debut. Say hi, Christopher. Hi. <laughs> We're not going to get a hi. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's it. If you want to follow me on Twitter, maybe see some photos of this little little bumpkin here. Uh, you can follow me at Ginsberg Beats. That's G1NSBERGB3ATS. Ginsberg Beats. And uh, like and subscribe to the podcast. And uh, yeah, go win some money. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.